So, the plan was, since I was about six years old, when I got older, I was gonna be a super dad. I was gonna have kids, and they were going to be happy and healthy, and uh, they were gonna have everything they needed, but they weren't gonna be spoiled, and um, they were gonna take the McPherson name and make us all proud someday. Maybe they're gonna be present. Um, I am 37 years old, and I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old, and um, a couple of weeks ago, we went for a walk. The plan was we were going to go to the park. It was one of those idyllic Oregon summer days. Um, and we exited our house and we turned the corner. There's a large oak tree in our devil strip right outside our house. And just as we turned the corner, this baby squirrel fell. Splat <laughs> on the concrete. It is quickly followed by another squirrel. And I'm standing there with my two kids, and I start to feel these emotions come up. And I hear a little squeak. It's very clear to me that it's a distress squeak, and I know immediately that it's this woman, his mother. She hops across the street, she comes over, and she grabs one of the bodies in her hands, and she holds it there. And I start to roll up. And I have these emotions that I have, rec I recognize I've had them before. Um, several months prior to this date, I had gone on a camping trip with my family and a couple other families. And um, after we put the kids to bed, some of the dads stayed up and uh, one of the dads had brought some pop brownies. Now our plan was to eat these pop brownies and you know talk about sports and politics and <laughs> complain about wives, whatever you do, we're gonna have a good time. Now I, didn't have a lot of experience with marijuana. I had smoked like a decade before, a handful of times, and it was a great experience. Um, but I never had edibles, so uh, I ate this pop brownie, and it didn't really anything. So I'm like, yeah, maybe I'm just like a strong guy. Yeah, a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have experience with pop brownie. I do. <laughs> so I eat a little bit more, and I still don't feel anything. So I'm like, oh, maybe super dad's new, and I eat a little bit more. And, uh, I didn't feel anything, so I go to bed, and I lay down next to my wife, and uh, about 3 a.m. it starts to kick in. <laughs> and uh, it was, it was not like I, like I had done 10 years ago, it did not feel like that. <laughs> Basically what had happened was uh, every anxiety and fear I had in my life came to the surface about tenfold. And I'm laying there, now keep in mind, I'm laying there next to my perfectly able-bodied wife. And I start to think, oh my god, I'm a horrible dad. I am a pothead dad. <laughs> I, I take my kids out and I, I do pot. And uh, if, if something happens to me, what, who's going to take care of these kids? Something's going to happen to me. I'm never going to come out of this. Gonna, oh my god, what if something happens to them? Who's going to take them to the hospital? I can't drive. I can't do anything to them. There's something is going to happen to them. I can't take care of them. They're going to arrest me. I'm going to have a mugshot on the paper because I'm pot doing dad. So, as I'm coming down from this, um, I realize that I have a problem. Um, <laughs> 
you know, we, me and my wife, we had a plan. Um, we knew people who had, had kids and um, they, they got too, a little bit too involved in, in raising the kids and when the kids got older, they lost themselves. Um, but like I said, we made a plan that was not gonna happen. And I'm a stay-at-home dad, so I'm, I'm the guy who's trying to be super dad. It's not gonna happen to me. We got a plan, we're gonna, we're gonna do this the right way. But here I am, and every fear and anxiety I had in my life at that point was about these kids. And they weren't even real anxieties. So, I realized I'm in too deep. Now here I am, sitting there on this idyllic summer day, and I'm watching this squirrel mom hold her lifeless baby, and the tears are right there. And it's not that I don't want to cry because I'm a macho guy and I don't want my kids to see me cry. It's because I'm on the verge of some real dangerous emotions and I don't know where they're going to go because these are things I've never dealt with before. And this squirrel mom just went across the street to get a, a fucking nut. The <laughs> kids fall out of the tree. And I'm thinking, my kids are out there, you know? They're out there every day. And I don't know, I don't know if, I don't know if I've got kids who can hang on to the tree. I don't, I don't know, I mean, I don't know if I am super dad. Because there's no, there's nobody there to grade me. There's nobody there to tell me I'm doing the right thing. There's no finish line. There's no award. Everything else in my life that I've been driven to do 110%, that's the way I did it. There was always some end. There was somebody there to tell me, you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. This is the way we wanted it done. Nobody's there to tell me these things. So I'm clueless. And I don't know what to do. So I'm just about to lose it. And my four-year-old asks me, he looks up and says, Dada, what happened to the squirrels? And I look down at him and I say, well, they fell out of the tree. He said, are they going to be okay? And I said, I don't think so. And then he said, well, what's wrong? And these questions went on and I tried my best to, to answer his questions. Um, tried to get scientific and tell him about the insides of, you know, the squirrel anatomy and what happened to get the concrete. <laughs> but as, as I was explaining to him and answering his questions, I, I felt myself come back from the, the edge. The tears went away and I was looking to just answer his questions. And when I finally felt like I was okay, I knelt down and I looked him right in the face and I said, if you ever have any questions about these squirrels, don't be afraid to ask. <laughs> so, he took me up on that. A couple days later, he, we were driving in the car and in the back seat, he said, Dada, I have a question about those squirrels. <laughs> and I was more than happy to answer and he said that, if these squirrels had parachutes, they'd have been okay. <laughs> Yeah, it probably would have been okay. And then a couple days later, he said, Dada, I have another question about those squirrels. And this continued on several times. And it felt really good to be able to answer his questions. And I didn't know why. But I think it has something to do with my plan, my seven-year-old person plan. My son allowed me to live in the now. 
with his questions. And I wish I could be up here and tell you that uh, my, I have a new plan, and, and my main new plan is to not do any more planning, but <laughs> that's not the truth. That's who I am. I, I like to live to the future. But I really look forward to getting more opportunities with the help of my two little sons of living in the now. 